0: I'm an American
1: Welcome to the Liberty Mom Show. My name is Chris Kimball. I'm your host today. And uh, Liberty Moms are the real secretaries of defense when it comes to your children, your family, and your community. And so everything we talk about really applies to what a Liberty Mom or dad would want to be instilling in their home to protect their home from all the outside influences of the world the negative outside influences, let's put it that way, and there's many of those that uh, we are experiencing. Uh, we just had a, um, I call it inauguration instead of an inauguration, because we had um, a, a new um, president sworn in this week, and it's, it's an interesting historical, I would say, because, For someone who had the most votes of any other person who's ever ran for president, he had nobody show up at his inauguration. It was very, very stark and um, quite entertaining to watch because I actually witnessed the inauguration in 2016 and know about all the people that um, can show up on the mall and on the um in that area between the white the, the capitol and the national mall and it was amazing that that nobody that nobody came. And I know they want to use the idea that it was a green zone, the military was there, but they were only there for this the perimeter of the of the white of the Capitol. I keep calling it the White House of the Capitol. But uh, to have that many supposedly, in theory, have that many people voted for you and you have nobody that is there to be excited. It just kind of shows you that I think this election might have been around people who um, were being driven by a different emotion. Usually people are excited about the people they vote for. They like their platform. They like their their policies, uh, their ideology. But this seemed to be... um, an election that was against, Um, it was based on hate, um, based on um, very negative feelings towards one particular candidate. And I'm going to get into that a little bit later, but um, we have here with us today as my guest, Don Bates, who is the president of the United Women's Forum here in Utah, in the Salt Lake um, Sandy area is where that organization meets. And it's an organization that's based on, educating Liberty moms and dads on the principles of moral government and the principles of the constitution and our, and our God-given rights. And um, Don was at the rally in Salt Lake C- in Salt Lake city at the Utah Capitol on January 6th, while I was simultaneously at the Capitol rally in DC on January 6th. Okay. And what I brought um, Dawn on for is Fox News gave a had an article I believe it was yesterday, and they were talking about how there's all this new extra security at the Capitol, which is costing American or Utah taxpayers two hundred twenty-seven thousand dollars a day, okay, for this extra security. And I thought, my goodness, what happened on January 6th here in Salt Lake City? That would cause this level of fear to bring in the national guard, and so Don. Kind of curious. I mean, I know what I saw, and I saw, you know, Antifa um, starting the the rioting in D.C. But um, what happened in Utah? You you were there for the rally at the Capitol. Did you see any rioting take take place that you that you saw? compared to what you saw happen in DC was that happening here in Utah?
2: No and, and, and you know I've been to many rallies up at the Capitol for different reasons but I've been to several um, um, rallies in the last uh, several months and you know <laughs> it's really sad to have people saying things that are so false so absolutely false because I am a 70 plus grandma who loves her country. I love this country. I, I, I love the fact that I have freedoms and liberties. And, and I, you know, I, I kind of came in late to that game. I didn't really start understanding and studying until I was in my 50s. Um, so for the last 15 or so years, I've been studying this, and I've just become to love, come to love my country more and more. But anyway, no, it was, it, they're fun. They're actually quite fun. They're very positive. Um, the people are wonderful, um, and I was thinking about that as to what I was going to say to you today, and actually, even the people who are from the other side of the of the spectrum and don't agree to the things that we say are pretty well-behaved at these things because they stand down at the bottom by the railing on the street there, and they have their signs and whatnot. They really don't interact too much, um, and we're up there just with our flags, and we're saying prayers, and we're visiting with people that we know and meeting new friends, and just talking about, um, you know, how much we love our country. And it's just really ridiculous to hear these kinds of thoughts. I mean, they're they're putting words into people's heads that are just absolutely not true. I, was, so it, I,
1: I just wanted to mention someone, I asked for someone to send me a flyer. And so this is what the flyer said that was promoting the event you went to. It said, calling all patriots And I don't see patriots as being a negative. I think of a patriot as somebody who loves our country. Exactly. And it just said Utah Capitol, January 6th, 10 a.m., rally for freedom and election integrity. Yep. Is there, I mean, that doesn't sound nefarious.
2: Well, we're rallying for truth. And, you know, and and rallies and and, um, um, groups like that are to help us bond together because we know that some of our thoughts and, and ideas are not what everyone else thinks, and so it's good for us to be able to get together and understand that we have, um, you know, friends out there that are feeling the same way and fighting for the same things. And I was looking up uh, when we're talking about um, a, a protest, you know, that's what they always want to turn it into, and, and I don't think that's a good word to use, because it has a negative connotation. In the beginning, it meant to make a solemn declaration. That was a protest, well, I don't know. That doesn't sound too scary to me. That sounds like a basic right that we all have to say how we feel about things. And so this isn't, was not a protest. It was a, it was a gathering of like-minded people, and it was fun. We had kids up there. We had, um, you know, the, obviously you always have the people dressed up in goofy costumes, you know, which whatever. But it was, it was fun. Um, we had some really good speakers. We had one woman. I can't remember what country. She was from a South American country she was very patriotic she was she was very worried and she and she cried as she spoke and said that she watched she's watching what's happening in our country and it's frightening her because we're going the same we're going down the same path as some of these countries that have lost their freedoms we had a, a friend of mine's granddaughter got up and gave a very p- passionate speech she's only 17 and i was really impressed with that we have music um I don't know. I mean, I didn't feel unsafe at all. I never have. I've never felt like, you know, I was in any jeopardy or anything. And we just came and we visited and then we left. It was really great. Okay, so Don, were you,
1: did they sing songs there? Uh, Yeah, we sang a couple of songs. Okay, were they, would would they be insightful songs that would maybe...
2: No, like Island? Like the Star-Spangled Banner. Yeah, that's really insightful.
1: Okay. Yeah. Interesting. And were did people pray? Were there was there any praying going on?
2: We yeah, had our opening prayer. I think we had a couple people pray in between. Yeah, it was very. It was a spiritual experience along with just a really good feeling of, of loving our country. That's a, that's it. We were just gathered together to show that.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting because that really is similar to. The rally that I was at in Washington D.C. at the Ellipse Park, where President Trump came and spoke, and it started off with prayer, with saying the pledge, and singing the Star-Spangled Banner. And I've noticed that whenever I've seen um, protest groups, uh, whether here in Utah, protest slash rioters, they rarely. I've, I'm. I mean, I I want to give them the benefit of the doubt, but I haven't seen them praying or singing the Star Spangled Banner, no. or saying the Pledge. No. Just have not seen that as their behavior. But I have seen broken windows and um, fires and destruction of property, which is what we saw up at the uh, the Capitol. Um, I'm talking with Dawn Bates, who's with the United Women's Forum, and she is um, going – I want her to stay with me for another few minutes um, after this break that we're coming up on. Because there's a little bit more we want to talk about with the security. Not only is it a waste of our money, tax money right now, but it's also excluding people from the house. So stay with us. We've got a short break and we'll be back here on the Liberty Mom Show.
3: of fur. Our hairballs have hairballs. Our cat mama, she's
4: 10 years old. She has dandruff and an oily coat.
3: I have two cats, D.P. and Daisy. Daisy sheds like crazy. If you love your pets as much as I do, you'll want to do what's best for them, to live
0: long, healthy, happy lives. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com.
3: There
0: was not one problem. Dynavite for life. You won't believe how happy your cat will be. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E And I just had. Hi, I'm Wade La Recently, John and Chelsea Jubilee with Energized Health were guests on my show, sharing their breakthrough science of intercellular hydration. The results? People lose fat fast while still being able to eat many of the foods they love. You can, too. Plus, supercharge your energy, boost your immune system, and dramatically increase your brain function. You'll look and feel years younger. It's all simple and natural without painful exercise. How do I know? Because I'm about a third of the way through my 88 days on the program, And I've already lost 25 pounds of fat. I'm now getting hydrated at the cellular level. But don't just take my word for it. Go to energizedhealth.com and check out hundreds of amazing testimonials. Right now, for the first time ever, Energized Health is offering a buy one, get one free special. Take advantage of this life changing opportunity for you and someone you love. Buy one, get one free. Call 888-444-8895. That's 888-444-8895. Or go to energizedhealth.com. Two for one. energizehealth.com
1: Welcome back to the Liberty Mom Show. Chris Kimball hosting today, and I'm talking with Dawn Bates of the United Women's Forum, which is an organization that has been around since 2006 in Utah and is still growing stronger, as strong as ever because we need um, Liberty Moms and dads to be educated on the principles of liberty so that you know how to defend them. If you don't know how to step up for your and defend it, how can you be an effective citizen protecting your rights and protecting your family? And so um, Don was at the Capitol on January 6th, and uh, they were um, in the midst of praying and singing the Star Spangled Banner and um, having some patriotic speeches from different events. And that terrified the the state. uh, Let's see. It's the Utah Highway Patrol is the uh, police force, the law enforcement up at the Capitol. And for some reason, Don, that was terrifying them because they just went ahead and jumped to conclusions and decided that the Antifa group that was starting the rioting in D.C. at around 12.20, when they were calling for backup, they just automatically assumed that was going to happen here in Utah. And so um, they... uh, have since since you had your um, rally which was there not for donald trump the rally was there to make sure that we have secure safe and legal elections in the state of utah and in the united states because if you don't have those can you retain your liberty can you retain freedom
2: No, no we we have a banana republic if we can't vote i mean it's not it's it's a big it's a big deal, and you know I was going to say too that I really um, there was not a presence of law enforcement. There was maybe one or two because sometimes they think the traffic might get a little you know bottlenecked up at the top of the of, of Main Street there. But you know there wasn't really um, a, a, a lot of people. Maybe one or two police officers, you know, kind of down below, and no problems. We had no problems. It was just it was just fun. It was it's always fun and it's always um, enjoyable.
1: Well, you know, I have spoken to law enforcement from Salt Lake City, and they were saying how whenever there is this particular individual was saying how whenever there is a rally, um, they have to show up, even though it's a peaceful type rally. They 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 show up, but they don't. They know from our crowd that it's benign. That there's just not never any violence. There's never any. If there's anything, it's going to be coming from the BLM element, the Black Lives Matter element that I have seen to come and counter protest what we're doing. And so um, it's interesting that they uh, decided that uh, standing up for liberty and standing up for a secure election is now considered dangerous. And because of that, we have been, we the people of Utah are excluded from the legislative session. Yes. Not allowed to go into the legis into the Capitol, and this is the the most important time of year where they are passing bills to become law, and we can't be there to importune or to testify or to share our knowledge and experience in that process. They've allowed us to do Zoom meetings, and they I am finding them highly ineffective. I don't know what your experience has been, but what have you? Um, I mean, we're only into one or two days of the session, but what have you found by listening instead of being there in person?
2: Yeah, I've, and I've been up there in person for the last several years and it's really it's a fascinating experience. <coughs> Excuse me that you know, I, I wish more citizens would take advantage of. But um, yeah, I was actually on yesterday listening to a specific committee meeting and which went about an hour and 45 minutes. and um, I thought, oh boy, This is going to be a long one, but you know what? It was quite interesting, but the problem is you kind of almost eliminate the human element of being able to watch people's body language and actually see who's speaking because as they were, as the committee chair was, um, you know, having people speak, um, the, the camera is just right on the committee chair. So you can't see really very well who else is there. It moves around a little bit, but, um, you know, I I didn't really know who was speaking all the time. Um, um, yeah, it was just weird. It's like everything else this last year is weird. And it's just something I guess we have to get used to, but it's not optimum, that's for sure.
1: Well, I, I noticed how you said the word, it's not as you lose the human element. And that is really critical because when you don't see your fellow man as a human being, it's easy to discredit what comes out of their mouth, the comments, the, the experiences they have to share because, oh, it, it, they're just on a screen you know, and half the time, a lot of the screens are blacked out because people might be somewhere where they don't want to have their, um, their face shown or whatever. Um, uh, and so, cause that can be distracting. I know some, one of the legislators, oh, is his backdrop. His backdrop was really distracting. And I thought, why? I don't know. It just seemed, um, kind of strange, but, um, it, it can be distracting. And so I personally have not liked it. And, um, that is our opportunity to ha- write handwritten notes. It's your opportunity to go up and actually speak to your representative. So even more than just being in a committee hearing, you have lo- we we have lost the access to talk to our elected official. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's sure. all based on on this pretense that we're dangerous, that we are going to storm the Capitol, that that showing up. And, and uh, rallying for freedom and for secure elections is bad. Yes. And now we're um, a terrorist group, we're, we're dangerous, and that is a really unsafe place for us to be because it's up to us to importune to the government when they have overstepped their bounds. And now they're labeling us as radicals for doing that.
2: Yeah, we have lost our voice. I'm sorry. I don't know if anybody out there understands this, but really our freedom of speech is very curtailed now. So now, you know, we can't get on certain uh, social media outlets. They, you know, they just keep blocking us from things. Um, We can't share our opinions. And and granted, you should always be civil and kind and not nasty. I don't agree with that at all. But, you know, the fact that we can't even voice a, a differing opinion from whoever's opinion is supposed to matter the most anymore is really frightening um and i think that people have not that have not had that experience um would be really upset if they did it's it's really hard and so not only can we not get on social media we don't have platforms anymore to try and find news that we believe is honest and accurate because i don't believe the news is at all sorry ksl and everyone else out there Um, we can't even go, and now we can't even gather together as friends and people of like mind. You know, they're trying to shut that down, too. It's very well, frightening. Well, that's where
1: I have to give a shout-out to the United Women's Forum, because uh, government can't interfere and intercede or impede our God-given rights. And so we have a God-given right to gather. Right. Okay, And we can make individual decisions on Where we gather and who we gather with, but that is that's given to us by God, and there's no man, there's no um, government agency, there's no corporation that can um, infringe on that. And so, what I loved about the United Women's Forum is even when the um, health directive was put out um, way back in March, United Women's Forum continued to meet because they understood the, the process and the right of the First Amendment. Don, we've only got um, about um, 30 seconds or so, but I'd like to let people know if they want to get in touch with United Women's Forum, how they could do that.
2: Okay. The the, the uh, email is just all lowercase, Lake at gmail.com, and I will receive those emails, and we can tell you where we meet and what we're studying, and we study also as well as just meet. So it's a great okay. organization.
1: Well, I'm happy to highlight what you do because – now more than ever, people have got to be engaged, but they need to be educated on the correct process. So thank you for joining me today and being part of the Mom show, Don.
2: Thanks, Chris. Good
1: to
4: be here. Bye too Bye to bye.
1: back to the Liberty Moms show. Chris Kimball hosting today. Liberty Moms are the real Secretary of Defense when it comes to their children, their families and their communities. And there's nothing more powerful than a Liberty Mom educated on the principles of liberty and standing up for those principles of liberty. And my next guest, Deanna Holland, is one of those Liberty Moms that does stand up. She has been involved with Pro-Life Utah for a number of years. She is the executive director of Pro-Life Utah. And it's very fitting to have her come on today um, because we are going to be talking about the March for Life that's coming up here in Utah. But um, today, as we record this, it is actually the National Sanctity of Human Life Day. And I believe that was what um, our... President Trump uh, designated this day back in 2018, if I'm not mistaken. But um, anyway, so it's a day that we would want to really acknowledge the sanctity of life. And so, Deanna, thank you for joining me and being my guest today. Thank you for having me on. All right, so, um, Deanna, it's January, and so every January for... I think since Roe v. Wade, um, there has been some sort of a march for life. And there's a, the big national march in D.C. on the 29th. But different states across America are doing their own march for life. And share with us how Pro-Life Utah is standing up and honoring um, the idea that every life is worth protection in and out of the womb.
3: So, you know, as a mother, it's very, especially as a mother who's had two miscarriages, I have um, firsthand knowledge of the humanity of the unborn babies that are still in the womb. And so it's not um, very difficult to have a desire to want to help protect them. Um, Having worked in this industry for a little while, um, about five years, I've been working with Pro-Life Utah. I also know that there's such a need for us to reach out to women that are in these pregnancies, and I call them crisis pregnancies, but basically these women just don't know what to do. And so there's so much that we can do to rehumanize these unborn children and at the same time reach out to these women who are in need. And now is a, a wonderful time of year to do that. National Sanctity of, of Human Life Day and the, the march are um, – really done at this time of year because of the anniversary of Roe v. Wade. And so this year is the 47th anniversary of the national march, and it's the first time that it will be um, held virtually. So there will be no in-person marching for the first time in 47 years, which is kind of sad. Um, But that's a, a COVID reasoning and for what's going on in D.C. And so for that same COVID reason, we actually are not having a march this year. We're having a car parade. So... Um, we still need to remember the, the 3,000 lives lost in Utah
1: every year to abortion. So 3 that's the average um, number of abortions that Utah has every year, right? Around 3,000? Yes, yeah. yeah, around 3,000. Wow, that's a huge amount for our state. That's cool. It is. So what will the car, car rally? The car rally will be different, and you have a starting point up at the Capitol – And then from there, where does it go? So we're going to
3: go straight down State Street until 90th South, and then we can all kind of peel off and go home. We wanted to make it so that we could still engage with our listeners, though. So K-Talk Radio was kind enough to donate um, some airtime. So while people are driving down State Street and we're doing this car parade, you're going to be able to listen to a program and you're going to hear from moms that we've helped and um, grandmas that are thankful and women who have gone through our post-abortive support group. And uh, some of our sidewalk advocates are going to talk about their experience being out on the sidewalk in front of Planned Parenthood. So, you know, there's a lot of, you um, good stuff that you can learn and understand about what pro-life Utah does. And at the same time, we can make a, a big, beautiful statement um, that Utah is pro-life and that we do care that these lives are being lost in our state every year.
1: Okay. So I love the idea that you are connecting people through the radio because I've been in a uh, a car rally before and it just seemed kind of disconnected because I was in my car by myself and following other cars, but there was no continuity in, in the group other than just the, that particular drive. So I love the fact that people are um, hearing and getting educated about um, what's happening with abortion preventive measures and the sidewalk advocacy I mean, who knows, you might find more people that want to be involved with that. So that's, I think, an excellent idea. Now, what what will you do? The cars look different than other cars that are driving on State Street, because that's kind of a busy street. I mean, how do you look different than anyone else?
3: Right, so we were worried about that because this is the first time we're we're doing this, and um, so we have yellow flags for sale that are actually a fundraiser for our ultrasound band, which I'll tell you about in a second. And so they just say life on them, and um, we did a couple of videos to show people that you can buy blank flags at like Colonial Flag and write on them. Um, we can paint your windows of your car. People oh, have good idea. Like, your car, you can get pretty creative. I've seen some people get pretty creative in those Trump trains over the summer. So, you know, we do have flags available for purchase um, so that it's easy for people to, um, you know, make sure that their car stands out. So, you know, you can get as wild and crazy as you want. And uh, if you don't have anything, just come a little early and, and buy a flag.
1: So, Okay so that we definitely the actual parade. the actual parade or the 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 car rally begins at 11 you'll start driving from the Capitol. is that correct Yes so if you a-
3: want to come a little bit early to purchase a flag and and park and get ready to line up and things then we're encouraging people to get there between 10 and
1: 10:30 Okay okay good all right, well, and the other advantage is that we don't know what the weather is going to be like, but if it's in January in Utah, it's always cold outside. <laughs> so there's <laughs> the advantage of being in a car with a heater, and so oh it makes it kind of nice. I like that part of it. I've been on a few oh. in uh with your group, and uh, it, it gets kind of cold. We've had a couple of sunny days, though, but, but Deanna, I mean, think about – the way this has grown your march for utah is you um sponsored the first one five or six years ago just on the spur of the moment and how many people came maybe 30 if that Uh, we had 30 adults and 20 kids we
0: had
3: about 50 people there that first year so but we had 2500 last year so it's grown and we were so excited to try to double that number this year and then COVID happened and It's just going to be a different experience. So, But I do want to tell you that this March is our once-a-year fundraiser event that we do. And this year, we were blessed to be able to purchase a retrofitted Mercedes Sprinter van. And it's beautiful inside. If you get there early at the March, it'll be open for people to look inside. And it's actually... A, a little medical clinic where we can um, give women free ultrasounds. And so we're going to work towards getting that van out on the road and parked in front of Planned Parenthood this spring. And so we are just still fundraising money. The ultrasound that goes inside of it is a $30,000 machine. And so, um, you know, there's uh, costs that go along with, you know, getting it out on the road. So we are able to pay cash for the van Um, but we still are fundraising for the money to get it uh, functional and working and and looking for our staff. So it's kind of a fun thing that our parade is going to be led by this beautiful Mercedes van that we have purchased and rewrapped, and it's just a beautiful clinic.
1: Wow, that's amazing what you've been able to to do. So I want our listeners to know if you want to donate to Pro-Life, Utah, this is where your money. This is this is one of the functions of your dollars is is helping this van to be parked in front of a Planned Parenthood clinic, where women are sometimes that's that could be the day they're showing up to have their abortion, and if they can end up changing their mind and having, um, you know, a, a, an ultrasound to see their baby, that could exciting factor you know Deanna I want you to stay with me we're, we're heading up to a break but we've got more that we want to share about what pro-life Utah is doing here in Utah to to help our babies so stay with us here on the Liberty Mom Show <laughs>
3: Of fur. Our hairballs have hairballs. Our cat mama, she's 10 years old. She has dandruff and an oily coat. I have two cats, ZT and Daisy. Daisy sheds like crazy. If you love your pets as much
2: as I do, you'll want to do what's best for them to live long, healthy, happy lives.
0: D I N O V I T E.
3: There was not one problem.
0: Dynavite for life. You won't believe how happy your cat will be.
1: D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. It's totally normal to be constipated with belly pain, straining and bloating again and again.
4: No way. You could have a chronic condition called irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC. Linzess or linaclotide is a prescription that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives to help relieve belly pain and let you have more frequent and complete bowel movements. Individual results may vary. Do not give to children less than six and it should not be given to children six to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Lenzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Talk to your doctor today. You may be able to save on Lenzess and make fewer trips to the pharmacy. See if you're eligible to pay as little as $30 for 90 days. Visit Lenzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. Sponsored by AbbVie and Ironwood Pharmaceuticals.
0: I'm Dr. Baker, an ER physician. If you're having leg pain, swelling, or redness, but haven't talked to your doctor yet, don't wait. This could be deep vein thrombosis, a blood clot which could travel to your lungs and lead to a pulmonary embolism, which could cause chest pain or discomfort or difficulty breathing and be deadly. Your symptoms can mean something serious, so don't wait. Talk to a doctor right away, by phone, online, or in person. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer.
1: Welcome back. Chris Kimball here on the Liberty Mom Show, and I've been speaking with Deanna Holland, who is the Executive Director of Pro-Life Utah, talking about the March for Life here in Utah on uh, January 30th up at the Capitol. But instead of a march, it'll be a drive, a a drive for life. But uh, we wanted to let our listeners know that when you decide to make a donation, if you choose to donate to, to Pro-Life Utah, your money is going to help support um, this organization who's very involved in um, the legislative process and getting bills passed to protect babies in the womb. But Deanna was just explaining about this new ultrasound machine. And so um, that that can be portable, that can be parked in front of any location, but ideally in front of a Planned Parenthood clinic so that it's right there to offer um, ultrasounds for, um, for women. And Deanna, if people wanted to donate to Pro-Life Utah, how would they go about doing that?
3: So there's a couple easy ways. Our website has um, a donations page, and you can go to ProLifeUtah.org and find that. We're also on Venmo at prolife utah one and we have PayPal, prolife at gmail.com. So those are three easy ways to donate. And um, for sure, also come to the march and buy a flag and, and those uh, flags will also go to um, the van. We're trying to to get that on the road. So
1: And Deanna, how much will the flags be? So people know in advance. So we have
3: three by five flags that are going to be $20. And then we have the smaller window flags that roll up into your window and those will be 10.
1: Okay, great. So, you know, having a pro-life flag is uh, um, something that you can have for future events. It's a fundraiser for pro-life Utah. And it's a great way to get the word out about um, being involved and stepping up to, uh, protect the life of the unborn, and on that note, and we talked earlier in the with our um, earlier segments, we talked about the legislature here in Utah is in session, and and that's probably the case for most of the United States. The state bodies are now convening, and so um, whichever state you live in, you will want to be engaged to see if there are any bills that you can help support or stop that might impede. Um, the life of the baby in the womb. And so, Deanna, are there any bills that uh, Pro-Life Utah is looking at this year to um, help in your efforts? Yes,
3: so there's two that we're working with legislators on, and they don't have numbers yet. But the first one is um, being done by Representative Steve Christiansen, who um, ran the ultrasound bill that did not pass last year. And so we're taking a little bit of a different route with that bill. And some of the things that um, we wanted to do is kind of a a tighten and improve, you know, our our abortion informed consent law. So we went through that informed consent law that's been changed a couple of years ago. We, We did some really great work a couple of years ago. But, you know, when you put a law into practice, all of a sudden you kind of see where some holes are. So we're going to improve that section of code. And then we're also going to be adding in some penalties. So when an abortion provider does not do the informed consent according to the law, then there actually will be some penalties that go along with that. Because according to our law, a woman is not informed unless all of these certain things happen. You know, this is a decision that ends a human life. And so it's you know, the state of Utah has had for a number of years um, requirements that they wanted to make sure a woman knew before she chose abortion so that she was well-informed. And a couple of years ago, we realized um, through some undercover work that the abortion providers were not doing the law as written. And so we changed it. We've improved it. We're going to go back in and improve it again. The other bill that's being run is being run by Representative Cheryl Acton, And she's just going to close a a loophole in Utah law. So by Utah law says that you cannot sell the body parts, um, fetal body parts, in the state of Utah. However, we um, know that historically it's possible to ship those babies out of state. And so we're just closing that loophole up to make sure that Utah babies are being Um, those baby bodies are being respected. Last year, we passed the fetal remains bill that makes it so that they are no longer disposed of with medical waste. But if those bodies can be shipped out of state, that law does not protect them. So we're just closing that little loophole. So a couple of cleanup bills, but they are very important in in a few ways. So we're very happy with those bills being run this year.
1: Well, as you were describing... the the fetal remains bill, the fetal body parts, I thought, what kind of a society are we where we're talking about the idea that we have to protect a baby's body so that it's not dissected and torn apart and and sold? I mean, doesn't that just sound so barbaric? I, I just can't believe that that is part of the fabric of our society now. That that is what is going on. And so, wow, I mean, the work that you're doing at Pro Life Utah to protect the sanctity, the sacredness of human life, of a life form, a human child, a human baby, and giving it the decency and the respect that it deserves in life and in death. I mean, you wouldn't be allowed to to dismember a human body, uh out, you know, a you know, someone that's lived and lived outside of the womb. We're not allowed to do that, but yet right. do that to a human that's in the womb. I just don't get that.
3: Yeah, it's it's one of those things that when we really look at it, it's unfathomable that it's even allowed, right? The the very abortion procedures that are allowed in our country because of Roe v. Wade um, are, are very barbaric. The d procedure in particular Um, It's a living dismemberment procedure, you know, and so it's what we really try to do is save as many babies as we can. We want them to live, um, but we need to make sure that these abortion clinics are not um, profiting from the sale of these little babies' bodies, Um, and so that's just the loophole that we're trying to close this year. So we have a lot of other programs. Do you mind if I kind of give your listeners a rundown of some of them? So besides the van um, with the ultrasound, that will be up in the spring. We run a 24-hour hotline for women in crisis pregnancies. Uh, We also run Utah Sidewalk Advocates for Life program, which um, trains and then has um, volunteers out on the sidewalk to offer women the help that we have available um, instead of abortion. And actually, out of the 10 babies that were saved in 2020, six of them were saved on the sidewalks. So that's a very important program. Um, our Utah Abortion Healing Program is for women who are post-abortive and are looking for healing and comfort and to be able to Um, deal with the after effects that an abortion brings. And so we have a wonderful director that is post-abortive and we've been able to help women, even in this weird year of 2020. Uh, We also have a life grant program. So for the women that we help that are in these situations, um, they're very complex. And so we have um, a monetary grant program where we um have a budget for each woman, and we're able to use that in the way that she needs. So some women have needed legal help. some women have needed housing help. Um, some women have problem with um, their identity fraud. Like we've had a woman with identity fraud. And so, you know, we never know kind of what these situations bring, but usually they're fairly complex because, that's what drives women to the abortion clinic, right? Um, not knowing how to handle the situations in her life. And then through our wonderful followers, we have now a, a baby bank where we have diapers and clothing and supplies and everything that a woman needs for her baby. So we used to put on baby showers and um, invite the community to come. And now we are to the point where we can just supply her with these needs because of our generous donors. So, you well, know,
1: we, Diana, we're, we're just about wrapping up. So the easiest place for people to get to you and your website and all this information that you talked about is which website?
3: Yeah, so ProLifeUtah.org, and go to the MarchForLifeUtah.org for for all the information on the march, and come to the march. It's going to be Saturday the 30th. It'll start at 11 a.m. That's when we're going to leave the Capitol.
1: uh, We're on a hard close here, but thank you for joining us on the Liberty Mob Show.